Hey shit talkers, welcome to Talk Shit with P. So obviously I'm P of Talk Shit with P. <laughs> and I am such a shit talker that I had to create my own stage. My podcast is a safe space to talk all the shits of this shitty world. And believe me, this is a shitty world with lots of shit to talk about. I sometimes shit talk by myself and no, I'm not crazy. And other times, well most of the time, I am joined by incredible individuals who do all the shit talking. Well, not all, but most of the shit talking. On Talk Shit with P, we laugh, we cry, we cuss a lot, but most important, we learn something. Well, at least I do, and I would hope so do you. So, grab a drink and join the party. Welcome back to Talk Shit with P. Um, I have a very amazing, interesting guest with me today. Um, somebody who I didn't think would even respond to my DM uh, and, and agreed to come on. So I'm very excited for you guys to hear who my guest is and to hear all the stuff we're going to talk about today. So hey there, please introduce yourself to my guests. Hi everybody, my name is Aurora Wittitfest. And I am an author of young adult fantasy novels and an illustrator and author of children's picture books. Yes, but you wear more than those hats. Those are... (laughs) (laughs) For those who don't know, um, she's not only a mother, a wife, She's a writer, and not only a writer, you're the national award-winning author. Like, come on. <laughs> illustrator, designer, public speaker, trained bus doula, and especially, she doesn't want people to forget this, she's a nerd. <laughs> you got it. How do you all that? Uh, it's a lot, actually, but it's, it's all about balancing um, and knowing what things can't move to another day and what things can, you know? Um, a lot of people are always like, well, work comes first or family comes first. And I think it's actually a little bit of both because you got to be moving both sides and making sure everybody's um, loved and safe, whether it's your work or whether it's your family. Sure. I, I feel that... So, let me ask you one thing. Um, As a child, what did you always want to be when you grew up? (laughs) Depends on the age. When I was really little, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. And then I remember getting shots. And I was like, oh, I don't (laughs) want to do that. (laughs) So, I learned very quickly that being uh, a doctor was not for me. And then um, I really wanted to create things. And I didn't know what that meant exactly until I think the sixth grade and then I started really being fascinating with with the idea of being able to write a book for somebody um and just the power of being able to tell a story gotcha so that's where the writing came from yeah sixth grade uh yeah I actually am a really moderately slow reader I would say And so as a child, I didn't like reading because everybody was faster than me. 
they were better at it. Um, so I, I tended to not read anything. And then my sixth grade teacher read a book to me called The True Confessions of Charlotte Doyle by Avi. And I fell in love with books in that moment. And I was like, just infatuated. I couldn't get enough books. And really, I think that's what it is for any reader. It's finding the one book that sparks your interest and sets you off on a path. True. I used to be a slow reader too, but I can't help it. I love to read. (laughs) (laughs) You get better at it with practice, right? You sure do. (laughs) So, um, why young adult fantasy adventures? I'm curious. How did that come about? You know, I think partially it's because of the book that inspired me, because that was a young adult book, um, and it was about a girl on a on a pirate ship basically um and so that kind of struck me and then I I have to say I'm torn between being a huge Lord of the Rings fan you know and being a Pride and Prejudice fan and so my work is always somewhere mixed in the middle of that you got the fantasy and you got that love and and drama I can see it especially even in your in some of your illustrates I I I can see (laughs) Yeah, I, I do a lot of fan art for um, different books, and so I've posted some for uh, oh, yeah. Children of Blood and Bone was one of the more recent ones I posted that I thought was really beautiful. Nice. I don't think I've seen that one yet. I'll have to send you a link for that one. It turned out really beautiful. Yes, please do. And for those <laughs> who don't know, she wrote the book, um, The Blood the Blood Mark saga right there's three of them yep there's three in that series and then two children's picture books so with the, the children's picture book oh my god the titles i'm in love right <laughs> <laughs> so one of the book is called how to turn your mom into a monster and the other one is mama's night which is a constant story of love um that's a very touching book how did you end up writing a cancer book for kids you know um it actually was because I lost my mom to cancer and I was an adult when she passed away and it was still really hard and I I wished for so many moments so many things so many questions I wish she would have answered um that I would have thought to ask you know and then I started thinking how hard it would be as a kid to understand you know, what is cancer? What's happening? Why won't my mom play with me? Because she's tired or she can't leave the hospital for two weeks or things like that. And so I wanted to kind of take my own pain and make it something good. And so I created that book um, and it's kind of customizable. So as a mom, if you were diagnosed with cancer, you'd put in your your type of cancer. So it doesn't matter if it's breast cancer, or uterine cancer, or cervical cancer, because you put in your type of cancer. And you um, write in memories. You guys uh, talk about ways that you are feeling. And it's all in ways kids can understand it. Nice. I love it. That's amazing. How did you end up um, moving from young adult fantasy to kids' books? Because that's... It's kind of a natural transition, I think, for me, because I do have children. And so I read so many books to them. 
love picture books and I've always, you know, illustrated stuff. And finally it dawned on me, I'm like, okay, I've written a young adult series and I illustrate for other people. Why don't I put the two talents together and share that? And so um, How to Turn Your Mom into a Monster was actually inspired by my oldest who was the greatest of shenanigan makers you will ever meet. <laughs> he, um, I put I put it in the book actually, but he told the pharmacist at uh, the uh, Target one time that I farted. He goes, my mom farted. And I go, <laughs> I did? Cause I hadn't farted. I still, to this day, I swear to you, I did not toot. You know, and he, it's okay if you did, we all do it. It's true, but in, in this circumstance, I hadn't, and I go, I did, buddy? And he goes, yeah, in that aisle. And he points at an aisle we haven't even been in, but now at this point, it looks like he has evidence. <laughs> You just gotta roll with it. And I was like, well, what do you say when you toot, buddy? And he goes, excuse me. And this little three year old voice. And yeah, this, you gotta laugh through all the weird stuff kids do. And that's kind of where that book came from. Oh, yeah. Does he know he inspired the book? Oh, yeah. He's, he's older now. He's definitely aware that that book is based on him. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Like, I'll be shouting everywhere. Yo, did you see my mom's book? I inspired that. Yeah. He's he's still at the age where he thinks I'm cool and he's proud of me. He hasn't hit that point where he thinks I'm a giant dork. So. (laughs) Very soon he's coming. So enjoy this moment. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I'm curious. How does one become uh, a doula? You want to be one. Um, so you can do different trainings with different organizations. I did mine through Dona, um, and it's a series of classes between, you know, birth and lactation and comfort measures and, and truly understanding so that you can help, uh, educate your clients on what medications mean. Because a lot of times if you take one medication, it has a side effect. So you'll need a second medication or, or something like that. And um, so a lot of classes. But uh, the reason I wanted to do it was uh, I just really want to support women. And I think that's kind of something that comes out in my young adult books, too, is that I wanted to support girls and give them characters that the girls weren't always waiting to be saved. They you know, were strong. They were smart. Um, and so it's similar to that with doula work. It's, it's hard to have a baby, whether you end up in a C-section or a natural birth or a birth with medication, it doesn't matter. It's hard work and having somebody care about you in that moment, I think is really important for women. That's amazing. So do you practice a lot? Uh, mostly with people I know, cause my kids are really young, so I don't, um, I don't have the time to commit because babies like to come when babies want to come. Oh, yes. There's no schedule <laughs> or a time or an appointment. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mostly do my services with people that I know uh, to just show love to them. Nice. Well, that's amazing. So, for all the women out there, thank you. Yeah. You know, if you're anybody out there is pregnant right now, I think a doula is super important to have with you uh, in your birth. 
because your nurses are going to change shifts. They're going to leave the room. Your doctor's only going to come in when it's time. And a doula is going to be there with you every minute of your session. And so whether you're in labor for three hours or 10 hours, they stay with you. It's a constant comforting presence with you and they can answer questions and just be there and relieve your partner too. If your partner has to go to the bathroom, then you're still not alone, right? There's still somebody with you that's caring for you. That's nice. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, the nurses are busy. They're covering many, many different people and they're doing such hard work, but they can't stay yes. with you the whole time. And same with the doctor, they're, they're doing a lot too. So the doula is independently for you during your birth. So it's pretty cool. Very cool. Well, I'll keep that in mind. I actually now want to go uh, Google up more about it. <laughs> <laughs> It's really cool. There's some good statistics you can find about it. All right, I'll do that. So also, I'm a very big fan of your designs. Like, I'm a big Illustrate fan. I, I geek over art maybe because I suck at it. And um, I always wanted to be an artist, but uh, I lacked everything. I can't even draw um, a proper circle. That's how bad I am. Oh. But, <laughs> But your designs are amazing. Um, how do your designs describe you or your work? Uh, I think often my stuff is kind of rough. It's not perfect. There's uh, kind of an organicness to it. Um, because I I don't think I live my, my life in straight lines. I'm not in a box. I'm kind of no, a barefoot. Instagram is very, very not there. Like, I was enjoying it. Sorry, I cut you off, but I was enjoying it during quarantine, especially your drawings on the sidewalks. It was. (laughs) Sorry, I cut you. (laughs) No, thank you so much. Yeah. um, During the quarantine, I I just took chalk around town and I would start chalking, you know, cartoon characters. Um, all over sidewalks because I was like kids are bored and they're trapped at home and then their parents are like let's go for a walk to get out of the house right but there's nothing new to see right because you're still in your neighborhood and so yeah I spent the whole summer drawing all kinds of characters Um, I used to like I used to put notifications and come check your page every day to see what's new (laughs) that's so cool thank you Um, yeah so just to follow back with art you know i think art anybody can create art and it's that you can't measure your art against someone else's art because you're different you're trying to express a different emotion and you said you know that you can't even draw a circle well maybe you're not meant to draw a circle maybe you're meant to draw something more rough like there's that illustrator i adore who does children's books and his name is oliver jeffers and he's got this wild, organic, almost childlike beauty to his work. And if you were to measure him against, you know, somebody who's doing something that's so precise and realistic, then you you might not measure him correctly, but his work is beautiful. So I, I would say art is for everybody and everyone can create. Interesting way of looking at it. I, I, I'll try maybe drawing an oval and other shapes and see, but I still <laughs> start with that. <laughs> but thank you for <laughs> for giving me some 
in my artisticness. <laughs> you just gotta have a little faith. <laughs> uh, yep, the, we sure do. I also visited your Etsy shop. Oh my god, your best fearless brand. I'm in love. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, that's been a, a new endeavor. Once I start working out again, I'm definitely coming on there to, to, to pick up a few. Like, I love those pieces. It actually made me want to start going to the gym again, like, working out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that's so wonderful. So, yes, amazing appeal line. I love it. So, um, let the people know your shop and so people can go check out your stuff. You have amazing stuff. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I do have a store on Etsy and it's under my name, which is Aurora Wittit. Um, And my website is the same as well on Instagram. They're all the same to keep it easy for people. Um, But yeah, there's a a bunch of different clothing lines I've been creating and they've all been inspired by young adult books I've read. And so I'll find attributes about a character and then I, I bring those forward, like whether or not Fearless, for instance, was based on a character from A Curse So Dark and Lonely and that girl is so strong and bold and independent and kind of wild. She'll do almost anything. And that's a book is a twist on the Beauty and the Beast, that classic tale. So a lot of those have roses um, geometrically worked into that design. So yeah, that was a really fun project. You see, the way you describe that girl, that's me. I think that's why I attracted to to, to that brand oh that's wonderful so um what exciting thing are you working on now or plan on getting into in this 2021 because the year just started we have a whole 11 months to go 11 months yep 11 months left wow that's crazy (laughs) to think about isn't it yeah Um, Well, I am working on a couple different things right now, actually. I have three manuscripts in different phases. So one is in final edit, one is being workshopped, and one is being written. So it's only partially written right now. So I kind of do that where I have multiple pieces moving forward at different places. Those are all young adult fantasy novels. Um, And then... I'm also continuing creating more clothing lines and illustrations to go up into my Etsy um, as well. So there's just always moving things. <laughs> I'm always building something. <laughs> Interesting. I, I look forward to working with you on, uh, on some, I, I love illustrating. I have some ideas coming up. Maybe me and you can work together on them. I like your, your, your designs. I really do. I'm a fan. Oh my gosh, you are so amazing. And yes, reach out to me. We'll see what we can figure out and dream up together. It's all about dreaming. Yes. So before we end this, um, any advice for all the nerds and mothers, wives with creative minds, but can't seem to find the time out there to manage or balance it all or think they can't do it when there's actually room to do it? You know, I think... My best advice is I always feel like I'm scrounging for minutes. So if, you know, my youngest is taking his nap, you know, and my oldest is in a distance learning meeting, then I have 20 minutes right there. That's 20 minutes. It's not three hours. Like everybody's like, you have to have three hours to accomplish anything. And it's like, (laughs) no, 
you can build that three hours in smaller pieces. And so I always have a notebook with me. I'm always writing down ideas, sketches, um, dialogue for books. So it's, it's claiming those moments for yourself and not feeling guilty that you're not doing the dishes or doing the laundry or whatever it is. Like you can take a minute for yourself. It's okay. And then also to forgive yourself. If there's days you're like, I have the time to do it, but I'm so burnt out. It is okay to go watch Netflix. It's okay to pick up a book somebody else wrote and read it and enjoy it. You don't have to be creating every minute because part of creating is also absorbing and taking in other people's creations and being part of those worlds. So it's, it's truly that forgiveness for yourself and allowing yourself time. True, and I feel like when you take a moment to, to relax, um, like you say, read a book or watch Netflix or whatever helps you relax, you might even get more inspired from whatever you end up doing. And it's true. And gets recharged in a way you never expected. <laughs> yep. You know, I also started meditating uh, in the last 10 weeks. I meditate almost every day using an app on my phone. And that's just, again, taking, you know, 5 to 14 minutes or something to yourself to just be silent in your own mind, you know, and that's really, really healthy. What's this meditation app so some of us can also try it? So I've been using Fit On, and it's an app for your phone. And so they, I do their meditations, I do stretches in there, and then they also have workouts, and I do those as well. So if you want to take it all the way, you can do all three. You could just do the meditations, but they have a really couple of good people who do leaded meditation in there that I love. And they will also, you know, rip your abs if you really want to do lots of sit-ups <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> Choose your Bye. own adventure. I'll definitely check on it. Well, thank you very much for um, sparing this moment and coming on and doing this with me. I appreciate it. I am so honored to be here. And thank you for making time for me in my crazy life. <laughs> oh, I love your crazy life. Like, I love crazy lives, you know? So I'm more fun. Crazy life. Exactly. <laughs> Never that moment. Exactly. Even when you're resting. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. All right. Good night. All right. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Talk Shit with P is available on all platforms and social media with the handle at Talk Shit with P. Go ahead and follow us to stay connected and engage with me. And if you're feeling generous, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or support me by buying me coffee on buymeacoffee.com. Thank you for listening and remember, we are on every Friday.